Welcome to The Success Code, where Roy Red provides interviews, discussions, strategies, and talks to help broaden your perspective on your road to cracking the success code, which is a personal, self-expressive journey. Enjoy. Good morning, everybody. Colin Morgan here, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind, where I speak to some of the world's most insightful and successful people five days a week. The goal of the show is simple, to show you how these people think, act, and the steps they took to get where they are, to hopefully inspire some of you listening to follow in their footsteps. This show is for people who want to learn who want to grow and develop and who are willing to lay it on the line and grind for what they want. Welcome everyone to The Daily Grind. Hey everyone, if you're listening and a fan of the show and you think this show can benefit more people, then please just do a simple act for me. Hit that subscribe button and leave me a comment and review on either iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. That simple action can get this podcast into more ears and making a bigger impact. Now here's a little taste of today's episode. We are already ready to perform at our highest levels right now in this moment, but we're bounded by ideas, bounded by past experiences, and bounded by certain language that keeps us from performance, performing how we can right now. And when you release those bounds, you naturally perform at your highest levels as a, as a matter of your natural self-expression. Today's episode is brought to you by Bulletproof Coffee. Now, I know you've heard me talk about Bulletproof a lot, but today we're doing something a little special for everyone. Whether you've tried it or haven't, I'm going to be giving you a free pack of Bulletproof Coffee. Yes, you heard that right, 100% free. But you have to do one thing for me, okay? I want you to go to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. If you've already done that, fantastic. Now, after you've left the rating and review, I want you to screenshot that and either send it to me via social media or email. When I've seen that, I will reach out and send you a free pack of Bulletproof Coffee. Yes, again, 100% free. So go ahead, leave me a rating, review, screenshot it, and send it to me. And also, when these start coming in, I'm going to share a review of the day so you can get a shout-out yourself on the podcast. So everyone, take take advantage of this free offer. Leave me a rating review. Get your free Bulletproof coffee today and possibly a shout-out. Joining us on the Daily Grind today is Roy Red. Roy Red is a performance coach who works with pro, college, and high school athletes to dramatically increase tangible, measurable, and physical results. After a realization that he wasn't the person he wanted to become at 25, he became revitalized and went from homeless and broke to a house owner making six figures. Roy is now a speaker, author, and performance coach who works with high-level athletes to change their mindsets in order to change their performance. Today on The Daily Grind, Roy shares his amazing story of how he got to where he is, so everyone, really be sure to grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, Sit back and enjoy today's episode. 
Roy Red, welcome to the Daily Grind. What's going on, man? How you doing today? How you doing, brother? How you guys doing? Uh, we're all excited that you're here, Roy. And if you wouldn't mind, say for uh, people listening today, being first introduced to you, just kind of expanding on your intro and sharing a bit more of who you are and what you do. Um, I am a best-selling author, public speaker, and what I call a unbounded performance coach. And unbounded is just a distinction that I came up with that explains how we are already ready to perform at our highest levels right now in this moment, but we're bounded by ideas, bounded by past experiences, and bounded by certain language that keeps us from performance, performing how we can right now. And when you release those bounds, you naturally perform at your highest levels as a as a matter of your natural self-expression. Mm. So based on what you do as a performance coach, like who do you typically work with, Roy? What types of people? Uh, I, work, I work with a lot of NBA guys. Uh, my biggest client is Alan Crabb. He's for the Brooklyn Nets right now. For sure. I worked with him when he was with Portland. A lot of G League guys that are going, trying to get into the NBA, um, even college and high school guys as well. Sometimes I venture into businesses and, you know, just your average person if um, if the situation is right. But um, mostly NBA guys and a uh, couple football players, but it will work with pretty much anyone because I feel performance is necessary in anything i feel everyone's an athlete just depends on you know what kind of athlete are you totally and and being an athlete you know people listening know that i used to be into golf i used to be a professional golfer and i find a lot of similarities in terms of being an athlete and being an entrepreneur so like i'm fascinated with this roy and if you wouldn't mind like one question that um i want to ask you is like you work with high level athletes right you've seen uh -huh. people succeed you've seen people who are talented not succeed like what makes a athlete or a professional perform at the highest level with the highest amounts of pressure on them like what is it specifically that they have over others one word certainty hmm they have a, and I'm going to use a few words, they have a level of certainty, a level of confidence, and a level of trust in themselves where they just, and I'm not going to say believe they can get the job done. They absolutely know without any doubts they can get the job done. And, you know, I tell my athletes all the time that in the midst of the game, Whoever has the most certainty in the moment will always win every single time. Totally. Yeah, I, I can definitely attest to that because even just speaking from experience, like I always knew, right? And I think that athletes know that you're, you're standing up there. For me, it was standing on the tee. I always knew, right? I always knew if I was prepared enough. I always knew if I was comfortable in the times I was comfortable and I was certain and I understood that I put in the time and I was in a good spot, like those are the times that I would perform and otherwise I wouldn't. Exactly. It's, it's, I define confidence as to intimately converse with. And if you um, have confidence in someone, you can tell them the most intimate things about yourself, you know, what's really going on with you. 
Um, maybe when you were young, it was like that with your parents and maybe you lost that. Um, and so self-confidence for me is to intimately converse with yourself. And so as you intimately converse with yourself and you have that self-talk, if you have an idea of what you should be doing and you're not congruent with that idea, your self-talk will let you know that subconsciously and you'll be what I call undivided and unwhole with yourself and you, you lose power in those moments and you're, and you don't have as much certainty and as much confidence. And it doesn't matter how much affirmations of, you know, like, uh, one thing I tell Alan, you know, he's, he'll tell his girlfriend, I'm a, I'm a wash the dishes and he doesn't wash the dishes. So when you go to that game the next day and you're like, I'm gonna knock down the shot and the game winner and you say, I'm gonna knock it down. Your brain goes, uh, bro, we didn't even wash these dishes. Mm. Like you said, we so how, why are we going to knock down the shot? And that's what confidence is. That's what certainty is. That's what trust in yourself is. It's, it's being congruent with your word and it's a, it's an everlasting buildup of, of making your word stronger and stronger. I love that. So like talk a bit about say, you know, people who are listening are entrepreneurs. There are also some real sports fans here. Like I'm sure a lot of them are listening, right? And and you're like, Hey, I know I have to be confident. I know I have to get certain, but like, what are some things that I can do in order to help me with that certainty and confidence? Increase increasing your integrity will literally make you perform at your highest potential immediately. And when I talk about integrity, I don't mean uh, what most people mean by integrity. If we look at the definition of integrity, the definition says to be whole, complete, and undivided. So just to, to explain that idea, if we look at a bicycle wheel and we take out the spokes in the middle, the wheel will start to lose its ability to roll. And as you take more and more spokes out, it won't be able to roll at all because mm. the wheel is no longer whole and complete, right? Yep. And so for for us as as human beings, we're we're thinking things. We're things like a will, but we can think. And what we think is our language. And so for us, the integrity of a human being is being whole and complete with our word. And so we a, a lot of times we just say we're going to do things and then we don't do them. And, you know, I even tell my athletes, it's impossible to do everything you say you're going to do. So I have this idea I call exalting your word. Okay. And what exalting your word is, is do what you say and do it on time and as you know how to do it. Or don't say, you, or say you're not going to do it and that's fine. And that's why the top athletes, you know, your Kobe's, your 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 Deion Sanders, your all those killers, your Jordans, they were always seem to be like, you know, mean and, you know, unsociable. And that was because they had high levels of integrity and they talk straight. You know, I you, people come up to Kobe and say, Hey Kobe, can I get an autograph? No. Because he didn't care what people thought of him. He had high integrity and he kept with he kept doing what he said he would do with his word. He didn't do anything 
he didn't really want to do. And so doing what you say you're going to do or don't or say you're not going to do it. And if you say you're going to do it, as soon as you're aware that you're not going to be able to do it, all you have to do is communicate that. Hey, I gave you my word that I was going to wash these dishes, but mm. I'm not going to be able to do that. And then you just you just fix it. You say, I'll be able to do it at this forward time. Or you say, I'm not going to be able to do it. And that's a tangible way to keep your word whole and complete without always having to do exactly what you say. You just have to communicate your word and keep it whole. Yeah, it's, it's being well-rounded in terms of keeping your word in everything that you do, right? Because yeah. I think that in... And, you know, people probably see this all the time in pressures in pressure situations, all mm -hmm. your issues start to come up. Like I remember being on like the 18th tee, right? And when you're a kid, yeah. you have like no worries in the world, right? So it's just like another hole. But when you're older and you start having maybe some screw ups in your life, which I definitely did, or you start having some other things that aren't in balance, like it, it starts to come up and then you start to think about everything, right? And you feel like you're almost non-deservant of what's going to happen. Exactly. It affects you. You're In those moments, you're undivided and you're incomplete. You know, even when Kobe went through his, um, his thing with the rape charges and everything, he came out and communicated everything that he did wrong. He put it out in the open. He was vulnerable he told the truth, and so that, that's why he was able, even though he was going to court, dealing with that stress, that's why he was able to still perform at a high level. If he was keeping that inside and lying about it because he was worried about losing his wife or worried about what people thought, and even though he was still worried, he wouldn't have been able to perform on that level, but he put it all out there and communicated it with integrity. And that's why even though he was going through the stress and maybe he was going to get a divorce, he was still able to go out there and get 40. Mm. And, you know, I always say that's, that was the difference between Tiger Woods and Kobe is, you know, when Kobe went through adversary, he was still balling. You know, when, when Tiger went through his adversary, it really affected his game because it, it just ripped his integrity apart. Totally. It's, it's so fascinating, right? And uh, we can, I could speak about this all day. Um, but one thing, you know, I'm really interested in, Roy, is like how you got started in all this. Like kind of walk through a bit of your story, what led you to doing what you're doing today. So I got extremely lucky. I, you know, I'm one of those kids who grew up in the perfect situation. Mom was a cop. Dad was a cop. They, you know, took care of me. They really made life uh, very um, easy for me. And, you know, like most kids who have life easy, I messed it up. Mm. And I went through a point where, you know, I was really prideful. So I wasn't speaking with my family. And, you know, I drove my life to the ground. I was broke, depressed, embarrassed, and everything was going wrong. wrong and I couldn't pay my rent. I remember I got kicked out. I was homeless. I was living in my car. And I came home to work one day to my girl, my ex-girlfriend's house at the time. And I was going to stay over there and sleep over there. And um, when I was on my way over there, I got a call from a friend of mine and he told me how, you know, she was cheating on me. 
Mm. And so I got there and I asked her about it and she admitted it. And so I, you know, I left and I slept in my car that night and I just remember being in tears thinking, you know, I, I, you know, I got to get, I got to get my life together. And I turned to personal development. Like, you know, we all do yeah. we're going through things. And so I would just YouTube Jim Rohn every day, good old Jim Rohn. And one day I was just saying to myself, I want to do this. I want to coach people and be a life coach. I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do, but I was like, I want to help people, you know, with their lives. But before I could do that, I have to be successful first. Right. And totally. so I went on a couple year journey of, of just, you know, trying to, to get myself out of the hole, finally did, got a good job. And I started this small CPR business where I taught basic life support to nurses. And with that business and my job, I was able to take my income to a six figure level. And for me, that was like, cool, I'm making six figures. Yes, I can write a book now. I can say, I can, you know, be a speaker and yeah. help people. And I wrote this book called The Success Magnet, Cultivate the Five Values That Attract Success. And it became a bestseller. And, um, you know, you can get it on Amazon still today. And an athlete's trainer, his name is Casey Trueke, a good friend of mine, like my brother today, got a hold of the book and he loved it. And he asked me, hey, all this stuff in your book, can you do this with athletes? Hmm. And I said, yes. And that's when he said, I need you to come talk to Alan in Portland and I need you to help him with this stuff. And I went to Portland, helped Alan. And after working with him, that was when I first said, okay, I could do this. You know, I play basketball, so I resonate with players. Totally. I want to coach athletes. And that's when I went on the journey of, of doing that and applying those those ideas and systems for the athletes what a great story and it's it's obviously something that was just organic that happened that led you to doing mm -hmm. what ultimately you were meant to do right yep love that so like for you roy if you could go back in time and and speak to a young roy and you can choose the age have the ability to to talk with yourself offer a piece of advice or a piece of guidance i'm wondering what that would be for you Oh man, don't quit playing basketball. Keep playing. <laughs> when when did you stop? Was, so I was I stopped after high school. Um I just got tired of of the social ideas of of what a basketball player was. You have to be tall or you have to be athletic and I never really got a shot with everything I did and playing basketball until one day I just I just got tired of it man I was like you know what I quit I'm tired of playing basketball um and actually in high school I got in the game just to get some context I got in the game and I went off I was only about five to 110 pounds at the time and I had about 12 points six rebounds in about three minutes mm -hmm. the coach put me in at the end of the game a and microwave. After that, right. And after <laughs> that game, he had the nerve to try to give me a most improved player award. And mm. I was like, dude, I never improved. You just never put me in the game. 
And, you know, the point of the game is to put the ball in the hoop and stop people from putting the ball in the hoop. And I could do that. It didn't matter what size I was. I was smart. And so just to move forward, I just I just quit because I got tired of trying to jockey for playing time and trying to prove myself. And, you know, like three or four years went by. And when I became like 23 years old, I just started putting on muscle, uh, got like a 40 inch vertical, got super fast. Wow. I was like, oh, my gosh, where did this athleticism come from? <laughs> if, I would, if I wouldn't have quit and I had my same skills and mentality with this athleticism that I have today, oh, man, Steph Curry has some issues out there. Big <laughs> I'll be locking that dude up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Well, you I know what? I wouldn't have quit. I wouldn't have let yeah. uh, what bounded me uh keep me from striving towards my original dream Mm, i think that's such a great message yeah now everyone we're just going to take a really short break here we're going to be hearing from our sponsors and we'll be back with the overtime round are you somebody who's been listening to the show who has a great idea but just doesn't know where to start listen you need to start taking action and more importantly, not only do you need to take action, you need to have an idea of where the heck you're going. See, if you just go ahead and start something without a plan, then you're going to be in for some big surprises. And that's where the team at Plan to Profit comes in. Contact the team at Plan to Profit today. Get a free 15-minute consultation. And what they're going to do is take all those ideas that you have in your head, all those concepts, that big business idea, And they're going to break it down in such a way which is going to make it really easy for you to get started. So again, go to plan2profit.ca. If you're in the U.S., plan2profit.us. Contact the team and take advantage of that free 15-minute call today. Roy, we are back. All set for overtime? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Roy, what motivates you? to keep grinding like what gets you out of bed every day and just fires you up to do what you do when an athlete tells me thank you um you're a genius um you really helped me you saved me thank you bro thank you for everything you did um really more with the high school athletes because it was around that time when i quit and our brains are doing so much at that age our amygdalas are overreactive we're in this survival mode, bunch of cortisol, bunch of hormones going on. And so what we tell the kids and what they learn in those moments is crucial for moving forward in their lives. So when, you know, I just had a kid um, uh, yesterday, his name is uh, Nikki, and he hit me up and was like, bro, thank you for everything you showed me. Thank you for making sure I stick with basketball. I appreciate you. I'm just happy that you're my friend and in my life. And that is what motivates me. That's what gives me energy. That's what makes me want to 10x my message so I could do that on the biggest scale I possibly can. Love that. What's something What's something going on in your business right now that, say, you're struggling with that you wish you could mm-hmm. get fixed today? Hmm, that's a good question. I would say getting in front of more players. Hmm. So I've been kind of 
brainstorming on how to do that because the a lot of players today don't really want to be great like they used to be. They just kind of want the money, want to play, want to want the fame, but they don't want to be great. They don't watch film. They don't study. They don't really put in the work like you know they did ten years ago, and so trying to get in front of them so they could see the value of my work has been a little bit of a struggle. And I think I figured it out by going after their coaches. Mm. So we'll see how that, we'll see how that works. Love it. It's all about attention, right? Got to get that attention. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Love it. What's something that you do every day, Roy, say like morning, afternoon, night, either a habit or routine that you would say attributes to your success in what you're doing and be able being able to get things done. I read my Bible every day. I work out every day. I read for an hour every day a good book, and I try to try to intentionalize my next day every day. Hmm. What do I want to feel like tomorrow? What do what value do I want to bring tomorrow? Um, you know, they proven, and I teach this to my athletes, they proven that our actions already happen before we make a decision. A lot of times we think we decide and then we take action because we become aware of our thoughts before the action, but they proven that we start to act before we think about it and make the decision. In neuroscience, they call this readiness potential. Mm. And so from what I've come up with, the only way to control your readiness potential is to intentionalize what you're going to do in any possible situation. So I have athletes that are like, you know, if I'd have them imagine going through the worst case scenario in a game, what's the worst possible thing that can happen in this moment? And when they play that in their head and intentionalize how they're going to be in that moment, they're not going to fold when that moment comes because their readiness, readiness potential has already been intentionalized to rise up for the occasion. We've been here before we've trained here. We're in the fire. We're firemen. We're ready to go. Love that. And it's almost like when you think about worst case scenario, it's not as bad as what you're actually thinking it is. And when the, it's threat, it's threat inoculation. When the brain realizes it's not that bad, it opens up. Mm. It opens up. We're all 10 times stronger than we think we are. We think working out is making our muscles stronger. No. Working out is telling your brain, hey, I could pick up this weight and I didn't get hurt. And the brain goes, cool, release a little bit of more strength there because we won't get hurt. Let them, go ahead and let them do that. That's what's happening. And for you, like I know you, you had this break, right? Um, early on, you were introduced to someone who introduced you to Alan. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people listening today who are entrepreneurs themselves, like one thing that they struggle with is exactly what you're struggling with. Like, how do you get attention? So for you, based on your experience and what you've done, what's the most successful way you've gotten attention? Well, I, I, also, te- I also teach this class called Six Figure Trainer. Hmm. Well, I teach trainers how to take their business to another level. And I have this idea in there, the strategy I call this celebrity enticer. 
or how to get attention of athletes, celebrities, high-end people that you want to work with, right? Yep. And so, first off, we all in our phones know someone or know someone that knows someone that can get a hold of that person. But for some reason, we have some kind of perceptual bound that keeps us from reaching out strategically, right? And so also in reaching out, we have to actually reach out and use a system to reach out, but also reaching out smart. So what I would do with the athletes is I would send them something that would position me. And so maybe I would send them my book mm. you know, or send them, send them uh, uh, one athlete. I sent him a shoe that I knew he wanted. I sent him one shoe and then with a the note that says, hey, if you want the other shoe, uh, just give me five minutes to share this idea with you on the phone and I'll send the other shoe and call me laughing. And then we shared the idea and we ended up working a little bit. But you have to literally pull out all cards. If that's your dream, if you want to reach out, get attention, you kind of have to stop caring how you look. And totally. Just, just get out there and ask. Get out there. I, I don't like the word hustle because um, I don't believe, you know, it's we got to hustle and grind and make it difficult. I think everything's really easy if we have the right strategy, but just reaching out strategically and, um, and, uh, offering some value. Totally. It's almost like, you know, the hustle and the grind is kind of just like consistency. If you can stay consistent with what you're doing day in, day out, like that is really what hustle. I think I feel is. Exactly. And you'll stay consistent if you have certainty. If you're totally. not certain, you won't do it. Totally. Now, Roy, the way we end the show off here is uh, I'm going to give you the floor. Uh, you have the opportunity to share with the audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought that uh, they can go home with today. Um, thought of the day is reach out to somebody today that you've always wanted to reach out to or someone that you haven't reached out to in a long time. You know, you never know what people are going through. Um, I want to give you guys a big secret that, you you know, I charge a lot of money for. And um, that's everybody's problem. Everybody has the same problem. Hmm. And, you know, when I tell people that, that everyone has the same problem, they go, no, everyone has different problems. And this is the one problem that everyone has. And that is the inability to effectively deal with the problem they're having. Hmm. Totally. And so I want you to reach out to someone, talk to them, see what problem they're having and see how you can fix it and how to help them without trying to get any reciprocity. Just help them and you'll see how the universe or God, whatever you believe in, will bring that back to you times 10. Love it. Love the thought of the day today, everyone. Now, Roy, what's the best way that our audience can connect with you, reach out, and learn more about what you got going on and what you have coming out? Oh, man, I'm an Instagram addict. So Roy, <laughs> under slash, underscore red, R-E-D-D, -D, uh, the same on Twitter or Roy Red on Facebook. I am going to be dropping a book called The Unnoticed Advantage soon. Uh, my best-selling book the success magnets on amazon uh you guys could dm me um you go to my website at royred.com reach out to me i give so much value i talk back 
and I'm also in building some of these programs, I wouldn't mind giving them away free just to get you guys' feedback and insights. And um, uh, I just want to give value and help people as much as I can. Well, you're definitely doing that. Everyone, I'm going to share all those links. Be sure to follow Red. Be sure to follow Roy Red on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Visit his website. Reach out to him. I'm telling you, if you reach out to him, he's an amazing guy and a real expert in his industry and can help you overcome all of those mental hurdles that every single one of us have, including me. So as you can see from this interview, everyone, success is driven by passion, hunger, and today's certainty. Everyone has to overcome obstacles. Everyone has a story. Start building yours today. Today, we had the chance to speak with the amazing Roy Red. Roy, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show with us today. Thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate it, brother. It was a blast. And everyone, if you liked today's episode, just please be sure to hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment, share it with your friends. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding.